What's Greg Leggett and Booty Smackin' and my people toes? Welcome to another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast. Coming to you live and direct from the planet Asgard. I'm almost positive I used that reference before, but we're going to go with it. Uh, go ahead. You're going to say something. I was going to say Asgard, but I, I, I chose not to, and I probably shouldn't have said that. So go ahead. Yeah, I teed up a joke there. Yikes. Uh, but yeah, guys, I hope you guys are ready for another episode of the Real Nostalgia Pod. Um, yeah, uh, it's going to be like normal, uh, talk about like 20 movies. Ruben talks about two <laughs> and then, uh, we just shoot the shit after, you know, the vibes, you the know, the, the intro song we have, yeah, dog. that same band boys Night out. Yeah. Dog. They're like most famous record train wreck turned yeah, 16 dog. today. That's pretty wild, dude. That's crazy, man. That's pretty wild. Cause like a lot of bands have been doing that. Like, wasn't this, isn't, isn't this like the 10 year anniversary of like the beating of a, to the beat of a dead horse? I think so. Yeah. Or some shit like that. No, no, it's even no, it's uh, Maybe even longer. The second, the second album, with their like. Oh, part of the sea between the little bags yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's crazy, wild. man. I know. Yeah, time flies. I remember when that album just came out. We were like, stoked to go see them and stuff. Time flies when you're having fun. But 16 years, dude, for Trainwreck. That's like an amazing album. <laughs> It's like seriously. Like it's okay, brethren. Oh, it's okay. I would say one of my top ten albums of all time. Yeah, not mine. Eh. Of all time? Yeah, of all time. Yeah, definitely not. All I time. I always hear like that's like other, like bands like favorite albums. Like when I listen to like different podcasts, like the the Shane podcast from you know uh, Silver Scene, and like yeah, it's because those all those guys are Canadian, of course. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All those guys are Canadian on a Canadian podcast. Of course, they're going to say their favorite record is a Canadian band. This is some bullshit. <laughs> the Lead Singer Syndrome podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there's that other one, too, that's pretty good. Where, uh, I don't know. I forget what it's called. But the, the cover is like the guy on the floor like smashing his guitar. That yeah, one's pretty good, one. too. I don't know that I forget. One. I don't even know what band he's in. But he was in a band or something. They're all in a band. Yeah. The Lead Singer Syndrome is Shane from Silverstein. Yeah. His is my favorite, I think, because he he asks like really good questions. I haven't I haven't listened to his podcast in a long time. I haven't listened to that one. I haven't listened to the Peer Pleasure podcast. I haven't listened to the One Hundred Words or Less podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> and then and, and then the dude from uh, Touche Mari has one too. Yeah, Jeremy, the best podcast ever, right? The first the first podcast or the yeah first podcast ever. Yeah, I haven't heard it. He's got good guests, but I haven't heard it. Oh, I know that John was on it from Balance of Composure. Really? Yeah, not too long ago, like oh, cool. last week or the week before, but I didn't listen to it. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, what's going on in your life, bud? Nothing, man. Just fucking chugging along. <laughs> chugging along. You don't have no stories for us this week about being a dad? No, dude. Oh, man. All right, guys. I guess I'm going to have to give you one of my crazy stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no fucking stories this week. Nothing. It's, like, so normal this week. It's kind of like it is. back it's in like... a routine. And I feel like almost like I'm back in my routine because I've been going out to a shows and shit. Yeah. So I feel like way more in my routine. It's still empty as fuck anywhere I go unless I go to a show. But Shows yeah. are like selling out, huh? Well, the shows I go to, it's like <laughs> sketch-ass sketch -ass shows like in a little fucking... Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the rec center. The rec center is in downtown. It's like by the Coke factory. It's no. on Central and 11th. It's like, it's like a, basically a fucking apartment. Uh, like It's like a loft. And so you have to like go in this like apartment complex and then go up uh. into this room, and like more than that at that show, more than half the people were definitely not wearing masks. But it's just kind of like, uh, I guess what was that? That was last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. And then that uh, last week as well, I went to another show at a new venue I'd never been to before. It's called the Bader House, 
and that's in like Eastlos in like Boyle Heights area. It sounds like one of those Instagram stars' houses. You know how they have like the yeah, like their yeah, name yeah. house, whatever. It was like a basically an apartment comp or like it's like an artist compound. You walk in, there's different suites, and then you go in, and it looks like it's somebody is like lives there. It's a loft, and that show gave me a lot of anxiety. That reminds so me. So if I had the Rona, I got it from that show. Uh, that <laughs> reminds me of that one show you saw Let Live in, and we were gonna film them, and then like our, it was so hot in there, and so like it was like a loft. Remember, like it was like in. A that's sketchy, like the rec center. That's the rec center. A sketchy ass downtown area, and just like. Uh, that's the rec center. This other spot. It's like somebody's house, like house house. Like, oh, okay. And uh, it was just weird. It was just weird. It was like, it's one of those like uh, buildings that they like turned into like a, they're trying to sell inside Boyle Heights. So it's like so out of place because they like, try to modernize it and they're like, uh-huh. it's like, uh, it looks like a warehouse from the outside and then you go inside and it's like all these suites and shit. And it was just weird, dude. Like you walk in and like the guy, I don't know if he was one of the like promoters or the owner of the place or whatever, but he just like. I was like, I went in and like, I just saw all these people and I was like, oh my God, dude, like, what do I do? Like, it's fucking hot. Like, and then he came, he passed by a couple of times. He saw me there and then he turned to me and was like, Hey man, don't be afraid, bro. There's like a bunch of space in the front, front, front. And I'm like, that's cool. But how do I get to the front, bro? Yeah. You just gotta push your way to the front, man. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. I'm too old for this shit. Dude. <laughs> well, what like, do you want him to do? Pick you up and. Nah, I want him to tell everybody that's in the front, scoot forward. You know what uh, I mean? Like, hey, man, there's. Because he kept saying there's like a bunch of room between the stage and, and the people in the front. Like, yeah. They were too, fro- too afraid to get to the closest to the stage. But as soon as the guy I wanted to see went on, yeah, everybody like scrunched in. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that was fun. Met a chick there. As cute as can be. She's cute, but she's hella young. So I was like, had to cut it off. Oh, I, I really tried, dude. I was like, really trying this time. How, how old was she? She's only 23. Oh, that's not bad, dude. Dog, that's 10 years. That's a 10-year difference, bro. Dude, that's like, crazy. It's so wild. Like, that's out. Of, that's out. The lowest I'll go is 25. That's crazy. And even that, that's, that's pushing years. it because it's like, if they're 25, they can be in college. And it's like, man, if you, you're you not kind of like set and you're like, yeah, not even true. set, but it's like, it's I, I feel like I'm a hindrance to you. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I could just be in and out type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. So it's like, when I see a girl that's like 25, you know, they got a lot of ambition. <laughs> some some don't though some don't you're right you're right but for but the that's most not part kind of, that's not the one you want either yeah but for the most part yeah it's like it's just like i feel like i'm kind of a hindrance i'm a old, i'm the old guy and it's like why would you want to be with the old guy kind of thing dude hugh hefner had tons of chicks young chicks yeah he also had a, <laughs> a adult magazine empire so i don't have that <laughs> but yeah i was talking to her got her number and everything and then we were talking and then she told me how old she was and i was like oh boy it's like yeah she was really 18 she just added a couple years I imagine too. dude oh man Dang. But, yeah but that went and then i went to that show and yeah i've been going to the movies the movies are still empty the movies so, ha- for sure wait, you, you got her number yeah have you texted her yeah i was texting her and stuff oh so she told you her age after the show correct correct uh. i didn't ask her age at the fucking show i like she just saw she I was uh i was wearing a shirt and then she was there with her friend and like it was in between bands she just started talking to me and then we just started talking and then her, the dude she was with, I thought that was her boyfriend. Uh-huh. That was just her friend. And he came for the band. And then as soon as the guy went on, he, he like went in the front. And then we were just talking. Oh, okay. And then the show ended. And then we were just still talking outside. And then I was going to ask for the IG because I thought that's what the young kids do. But I was like, fuck this, man. I was like, let me get your number. And so I got her number. And then, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. That's cool. But yeah, uh, going to the movies as well. And it's just kind of like, my guy, like, 
What, it's sketchy? It's not sketchy. It's just like nobody's out there, but everybody's out there. It's weird. It's like a weird combination. Every time you walk in, it's like you see everybody in the in the lobby, you know, buying uh-huh. shit. You're like, but fuck, there's a lot of people. And then I go into the movie I'm watching, and there's like nobody in the They're movie, all going to Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're all going to like the ones that everybody wants to see. And I'm like over here like, uh, I'm going to go watch Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe. Yeah, nobody's watching. <laughs> <laughs> that came out this week? Uh, last week. It didn't even make number one, huh? Hell no, but that shit is... Oh, I'll talk about it later, my right. boy. Hell yeah, that shit is... Um, it's up there for Mitch! Yeah! Oh my god, dude. I, it, I saw it got like a four out of ten or something. Yeah, dude, I couldn't believe it, dude. I fucking loved it, dude. I'm like, I, I'll talk about it later. Right. We'll, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's just been kind of like getting back into the routine of things. Like, I don't know. It just feels... I, I, I don't want to say normal because there is no fucking normal because you're. I'm reminded every fucking time. I'm at work and I have to go into a business. So I'm like, oh shit, I gotta put on a mask. You yeah. Know what I mean, but yeah, it's like I kind of feel like I'm getting into my rhythm, uh-huh. of going, getting back to normal, and I feel like so like relieved, man. I just catch myself like, you why? Know, like, what do you mean? Cause like I finally have like that release. I was like craving that for so long, like music oh, okay. and movies, yeah, yeah. and like, oh my god, now I just kind of feel like so happy. Like I catch myself when I was driving to that show. Like caught myself. I'm like, fuck. I'm like. I'm literally drinking outside right now, like before I go to the venue. Like this is <laughs> this is amazing. Like yeah. I know. I get like so geeked, you know what I mean? Just for spending two, three hours at a venue. But like I just feel so happy. I used to be like so mad, like so depressed. Uh-huh. Like cause it's like, fuck, dude, like I'm tired of like being home, you know what I mean? But at yeah. the same time, I did want to stay home. It's just like there was nothing going on. And now it's just kind of like I don't know. Like You're back yeah, out there. I, I, yeah. And so like I looked at my schedule and like these next couple weeks, weekends, it's like I'm already like it's all they're all planned out for me. Really? I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like I got shows, movies, everything. You know what I mean? Damn, so it's crazy. Like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. I don't have a show for a while. I know. I know. Our, we were supposed to go to Deftones, and that was gonna be like our first show. Yeah, I got pushed back. So like next year, right? Yeah. Crazy. March or April next year. Yeah. So I don't have a show to, for a while. Chainfest, right? I think that might be the next one. It's like the end of August or something. I got a bunch of shows. I got a show this week. I'm gonna go see King Woman at the Lodge Room. And then going to the screening on Saturday. See what? Uh, uh, Robert Townsend's going to be at the Amer- American Cinematheque uh, talking about Hollywood Shuffle and the Mighty Quinn. Um, yeah, I mean, that. And then the weekend after is what? It's August, and that's uh, Taxi Driver on oh, one day. Yeah. What day is that again? I got to check. I don't know okay. if it's Friday or Saturday. I got to look. And then after that, yeah, it's like my, I got like – Plans, baby. I got plans, my boy. Cool, so, man. Yeah, but we'll see. See how she goes. That's cool. I get scared, though. I do get scared. I'm scared right now because it's like I have been to two venues that were tiny as shit. It's like, if I have the Rona. One cough. I apologize. <laughs> One cough could end it all. I mean, I have the vaccine. That's the reason I have yeah, the vaccine. But yeah. Listen, it's like 83% effective against the Delta variant or something. Yeah. So you should be good. And then if you do get it, you don't get like crazy sick. You don't get like. I mean, bad. a lot of these places they require you to show vaccination and shit uh-huh. like that. But it's like, no, yeah. Fu- especially kids the- my my age, they be fucking lying or taking pictures of their friends because like I don't ever see them looking for uh ID to match your card. Oh, did you just they just gotta see the card? Yeah, dude. They're just like, I need to see it. Like, all right, man, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you get in there, most of the people take the masks off. It's like. Oh, because you're supposed to wear it in, but if people don't give a shit, yeah, they don't give a, It's like one of those things now where like he, uh, Nate Bargetsy has a joke now in his newest special, like where he like walks into a room and like the new thing now is like, oh, we're not wearing masks. So it's like you walk in, you're kind of embarrassed, like, oh, okay, so we're not wearing masks. Oh, right? so yeah, this yeah. is the thing, right? I'm gonna take off my mask, like. <laughs> but yeah, that's just kind of how things are right now. Kind of scared. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. 
We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm. It's numbers still going up, huh? I don't know. I don't really. I haven't been I, paying I attention. Think they are. I haven't been paying attention. I know a lot of it is like. I know in certain states it's like ninety percent of those numbers though are like unvaccinated people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty wild. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you watch anything this week, my boy? Yeah, I saw a few things. So I'll start off with like, I'll start off with Turner and Hooch. Hey, dude, you that's it's already out. Yeah. Oh my god, that's one I was looking at. I was like, honestly, thought about buying Disney Plus. It's good, dude, for to watch. It's it, good. Dude. So I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Oh, Josh Peck. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's cool. So one thing that dude, I was like enjoying the show, watching it and stuff, and then it gets in the trailer. But like, I I didn't I didn't really watch the trailer too much because I knew I was gonna watch it. But they fucking kill off what's his name? Uh Tom Hanks. He's in it? No, but like he's his son. He plays his son and then like he he, he dies. So then he gets his dad's dog. But is this like a the big chill situation? They have like a funeral and they just show like a picture of him? Yeah, well it's he, he's he's been dead and like now it's it's probably like a month or so after. Oh, okay. And then the, then the, his sister brings him the dog. But he's not there. Tom Hanks no, they don't show him. No, no, no. That's how it is in the big chill. They just oh. they show they should go to their friend's funeral and then you find out it's like Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. But he had a part. They just edited him out. They cut oh, him out really? of the movie. Yeah. So that I was like, wow, why'd you kill him off? You know, yeah. like he was awesome. But yeah, so that's the only thing. But it's good. It's like really cheesy, really like. I know it looks so good. I know it's like dumb fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's there's like a scene where it's like everybody's just like. Hundreds, hundreds of shots, right? Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Nobody gets shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just like running down the the alley and all this stuff. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it's Disney still, you know. But it's very good. tongue in cheek. Yeah. Yeah. The one girl from Waiting, the hostess, mm-hmm. she's in it, and she plays like a dog trainer for the <laughs> okay. for the FBI. So that's okay. like going to be like a love interest, I guess, or something. Okay. But um, yeah, it's good. I recommend it. I guess it's two episodes are out now, but okay. I've only seen the first one. Okay. Good stuff, man. Disney Plus. Then I saw um, how it ends. Oh yeah, I keep like every time I hear that, I I think of uh, uh, what's the Edgar Wright movie? Oh, the end of end of. End you know of, which one I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, at World's End. At World's End, yeah. Yeah, I think of that one, and I think about the other one too. The the, the Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill. Oh, this is the end. This is the end. Like yeah. all those movies just pop in my head, and I kind of keep forgetting that how it ends is. The one I just saw not too long ago. Yeah, so how it ends is it's okay. Like I, I, I liked it. You know, it's not great. Like it's kind of you could totally tell it's like we're on lockdown. Let me yeah. call all my friends <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But yeah. um, besides that, if you kind of look past that, it was good. You There's know, like, parts that are very good in yeah. it. Yeah, but then it's just kind of like, <laughs> like the way they shoot it is like obviously they're not together. Like in certain scenes, and you're just like, oh okay. Yeah. And know, uh, but um, hey, what are you gonna do? It's COVID. You know, like they had yeah, to do yeah, what they had yeah. to improvise. Yeah. But uh, the concept is sick. I mean, it's such like a easy concept, but it's it's such like a cool concept in movies where like every time a director would make this movie, it would be yeah. totally different. Yeah. Because it's like it's it's her view of how people are gonna react and then how she would react. Yeah. So you have two different you know like things going on. So like every director would be different. Like like if you get like a male perspective, his gonna be di- his story is gonna be different, and what he thinks other people are going to do are going to be different yeah so i could i like this is cool like if they had like this but like three directors in one movie i see you know that'd be cool to see different perspectives no that was trash trash idea that'd be cool <laughs> but like they all meet up you know like that'd be cool like if it nah, was like, nope like you know like those movies where it's like nope a, like a, there's like a container and then like all the stories meet up at the end yeah I'm that'd be cool it. you I'm see everybody's it. perspective not into it well i'll uh, pitch it and make millions <laughs> 
And maybe maybe you could be an extra in it. <laughs> yep, that'd do it. <laughs> so I saw that. Like if it, it's if it goes on sale, I recommend it. But it's cool. And then I saw um, Fear Street sixteen sixty six. Oh hell yeah, my boy, dude! It was awesome. It was it's okay. Really good, man. It was okay. No, it's good. It's okay. No, it, it it's that first half is trash. It's all right. So my biggest problem, like I said, my biggest problem that I brought up to you last week is I just wish the timeline was different. But the movie wouldn't work unless this is the third movie. Like it wouldn't work. Yeah. Because, because as know, an audience member, you yeah. wouldn't go with what they do in this third act, where essentially the the first part of the th- the first act of the third movie is like takes place back in time in the 1600s. Uh-huh. But uh, they use all the characters from the current movie you've been watching. Yeah, I didn't like that. From uh, yeah, so I don't like that either. Uh-huh. But the only way that you would f- go along with that is if you've already built a rapport with these people s- from the first movie. Uh-huh. I mean, if that just started out from the beginning, like 1666, you'd be like, and then it jumped to Fear Street 1994. You'd just be like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, that's dumb. Like, but I, I it makes sense in the sense of I, st- I still don't know why though. Like, I don't. I maybe just because they're bigger names and but the the girl that played the witch, yeah, like the actual witch, yeah. she was like really good. Yes, you know, and it's like, and this girl wasn't as good. I, I thought for that yeah. role, you know. Okay. And um, then the, her accent would like break a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of them. Which the the brother sounded like he had like an African accent, and it was like in the sixteen hundreds, yeah. and then it was just like normal, and then it was just like, and it was so weird. So that part I didn't like, you know. I think it's like a case of like I don't know when they made the movie, but it's just cheaper. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's, it's, just like, che- it's just cheaper to like cast the same people that might be it yeah, but then they had they had a witch though and like you it know did, but i don't um, know it was weird i don't know yeah my biggest thing was like i would like to see i would have liked it to start with the 1660 get it out the way yeah and yeah. then kind of go through everything and then that third act still be the last part of the movie yeah i see why they did it the way they did yeah. chronologically yeah don't I, but like the actress and the actors thing, I kind of threw me off. Yeah, and they had like so much potential to make the first half of this movie like super creepy. Yeah, you know, like there was just like a lot of like cool scenes, like cool environments and cool settings, but then nothing was creepy. Yeah, it was just a story, and you just went along with Correct. it. Correct, you know. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. there was a lot of opportunity there that they kind of like didn't take advantage of. Yeah, but um, I wrapped up the the trilogy good. I liked it. Yeah. Like the last half of the movie the last was, half is great. Really yeah, good, I loved dude. it, dude. It's like it's Home fun, Alone dude. in a Mall. Hell yeah, like, dude. Yeah. And then they show you that little kid, dude. I was yeah. like, finally figured out. I was like, yes, dude. Yeah, that dude was sick, man. He's scary, man. He was scary. Yeah. Man. And then it leaves it open for basically for the anthology to continue. Yeah, which is, I hope it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, good. It's, uh, uh, dude, for a first time director, she pulled off three awesome movies, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think the third one's weak, but. It is what it but is. But the last half was awesome. I guess, but it doesn't outweigh the other two. No, no, no. I've already uh, watched okay, the so, other. So it goes 2 1 3. Yeah, exactly. That's you know why I, mean? I, I rated two. It's kind of like John Wick, baby. 2 1 3, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's just kind of like. I don't Evil know. Dead, man. 2 1 3. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. 1 2 3. No, 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 no. 2 1 3. 1 2 3. Uh, 2 1 3. <laughs> 1 2 3, anyways. <laughs> 2 1 3, okay. Let's go. 1 2 3, let's go. It's, uh, All right, 2 1 3. Um, yeah, so it's cool. I recommend it. But uh, yeah, I wonder if you don't do. I uh, <laughs> highly recommend the series. It's on Netflix. Yeah, my boy. Hell yeah. And yeah. it's like it would have been cool if it came out like October and like every week of October you got a new one. I, I mean, know. that would be a hell of smart, you know? Yeah, I mean? but it's, it's weird that it came on the summer. I guess summer is a summer movie, whatever, but still, yeah. like, Halloween would have been sick. Yeah. Um, 
I yeah. think it did come out at the right time though, because October is gonna be uh, right now the way that year's set up. That's gonna be like a flood of like movies. Oh, it's gonna be like sick, Dune dude. and shit. So yeah. like, this is smart to get it. It's a summer movie that people watch at home. You know, what I mean? Halloween. Kind of Halloween comes out in October. Oh yeah, Halloween yeah. though. There's like a couple good movies in October too. All right, they're remaking The Exorcist. That's the buddy. At, a buddy. Yeah, at I have Marcus. a I have a story about that. So David Gordon Green. Yeah, so David Gordon Green and it, they already so they bought a trilogy from him. Oh my god. Yeah, and I'm already uh, scared. Me too, dude. And so I'm not gonna watch it. I can't do it. The budget, dude, is four hundred million dollars for all three. Jesus. And it's gonna be played on the Peacock Network. What? Yeah. So Peacock body. Oh hell no! Nah, I'm out. So it's Peacock <laughs> and Blumhouse are, are you know are the the people and it's gonna be released on Peacock. But four hundred million dollars for three movies. I'm out. That's I'm insane. Out. Like Tom Segura. Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> So I'm excited. David Gordon Green's fucking awesome, man. It's okay. You know, he's good. Dude, the Halloween, the Halloween uh, remake or, or the sequel, whatever, dude, really good. Anyways. Nice. And then the trailer for, for the new one coming out this year looks awesome, too. It does look good. Anthony Mike Hall's in it. It looks awesome. It looks pretty good. So, dude, that's insane. I can't wait for that. That's probably like one of my scariest movies I've ever seen. That one and Blair Witch Project are like the two like still haunt me, dude. I was just talking about this with the guy at work because we were talking about The Exorcist and I was telling him you know that's like the movie that's like the scariest movie to me period and uh, I was just telling him like you know like why like I don't know like it's so crazy why is it so scary yeah it's oh, like, I was traumatized when I saw it uh, I think I've told you this story before like my sister was having like a summer party and they were like 13 at the time and I'm maybe like 7 yeah and then they were like all watching the movie and they told me to come over there and watch the movie with them and me being a little kid was you like alright fine so I go over there and then I'm like I don't want to watch this and then they fucking held me down like all her and all of her friends don't make me watch the fucking movie bro yeah and then my parents found out what they were doing and then they came and they're like leave them alone what are you doing and then I was like hella traumatized right I was so traumatized that like years later Leslie Nielsen did like a spoof oh yeah of The Exorcist She's throwing up the pea soup. Yes, bro. And I'm still scared of that shit. I have dreams of Leslie Nielsen movie when <laughs> oh I was my older. God, dude. Dude. Vivid dreams that I remember. But yeah, that shit scares me. And then I always tell my friend at work too, it's like, I don't know. And then like I have a couple aunts that are like hella religious. Uh-huh. And when we were little, they always used to talk about exorcism and how that shit was real. Oh, and like they've been, to, they've been to like real ones and shit before. Yeah. And that shit's scary, bro. Like they've been to real exorcisms? That's what my my Thea B says. She says. Uh-oh. And my dad he says, Yeah, she's been there. And my dad's like, that's bullshit, bro. She's speaking in tongues. She don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. She's like <laughs> i don't know but yeah it's yeah, just exorcist dude two one three that's how the movies go for that one too three one two no it's actually one three two no three one two no one three two one three two the heretic is three yeah one three two one three yeah because two is garbage two's okay three was pretty good three's kind of scary yeah that's a mental asylum yeah yeah that one's kind of scary so i so like with the exorcist right like we see Moot okay, so it's crazy. She crawled up a, like the stairs like a spider, and her That's neck director's cut. And her neck turned around. That's director's cut. No, her neck turned around in all of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there, and, walking up the stairs. Yeah, and That's then director's cut. um, That's the director's cut. Like the whole talking, like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. But like we see that all the time now, you know, and like but, I mean, they made fun of it a scary movie and shit. Yeah, and, and, and like the new what was it the new Conjuring had that kid that dude that was crazy the way the kid got possessed. Yeah, but like but still, they don't got Pazuzu, my boy. But still, Pazuzu's <laughs> scary as a bitch. I know, dude. But still, when you go back and watch Exorcist, it's just way scary. I don't understand. It's just like yeah, I don't know. That's what the and then and then we were talking about it at work, and then he was telling me that I guess one of the guys on his route he. uh does uh the he does he does a special if he does crew work like special oh, okay, effect yeah. work and I guess he said he gets hired for Halloween Horror Nights uh-huh. and so he was telling him I guess they when they built it a couple of years ago he said they had like really bad problems on set 
Ooh. Like on the on the on the lot or whatever, because like they wanted them to put like upside down crosses and stuff. The hell's that? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> and when they were putting upside down crosses and shit, that like he said, shit started ha- weird. Shit started happening at the fucking at the maze. Oh, because that's what the, that's the biggest thing, right? Like that set was haunted and stuff. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's tragedy. one of those movies. that's like cursed. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because what's her name Bo- broke her back. Uh, the mom. Not the girl. The little girl has like she had like Linda, Linda Blair? Blair had like chronic back problems and stuff from all the shady oh, stuff. Okay, yeah. But there's a scene where she gets hit. She gets thrown to like a shelving, right? Or yeah, something? the mom, and then she like broke her back. It's in the Friedkin book I have. I read it, and they were talking about how like gnarly, like everything on that on that set was. That, like, that Friedkin book. This is just a chapter, right? Exorcist. Or yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it good? That book. He's a prick. Yeah, you love. He, I love it. He's like. He's like. You don't know if he's lying or not, but it's pretty crazy. Like, I like him on podcast, dude. He, cause he's 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 pretty funny, man. Uh, he has a he talks about sorcerer. I don't know if you ever seen sorcerer. Yeah, it's like one one of my favorite freaking movies. And uh, sorcerer is like it's like basically the wages of wages of fear. It's like a remake of the wages of fear. And so it's about these guys that are like uh, try to have to get dynamite from one part of uh, South America to the other, and like. He said that they he he had to hire people from like South America and shit to be on the crew, mm-hmm. and he says like, uh, there's like a chapter where he talks about like how some of the guys were like drug runners and stuff, and he didn't believe it, and then like, <laughs> he said like CIA and like FBI agents show up looking for specific guys on the crew, and he's like, he's, like you can't take up this is my best worker and stuff like that. Like, he's got stories like that of like how he went to the Oscars and like he they, they were about to skip the Oscars and like that's where he gets nominated. That was the year he was nominated or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's like when his career was in that shitter. And then he, I, I don't know if he wins or he, he he wins for something, I think. I think he's an Academy Award winner. And he talks about like being at the gas station and people are like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm going to the Oscars. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. It sounds cool. It's uh, it's long. It's a big book. It's very it thick. Is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you just go to different chapters for like the movies or no? I think he's I think he's like he's very uh, uh, amusing. Like, okay. The story he has, the stories he has and shit like it's pretty funny, but yeah, like he's a dick. He's a jerk. He's an asshole, but it's kind of amusing. Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of like De Palma. Both oh, okay. both kind of sensibilities are like because they're like old men now too. Yeah, Friedkin's older than those guys, uh, but yeah, they're just kind of like yeah, they're just kind of old dudes, grumpy, grumpy old, dudes. grumpy old men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, he talks about like to live in to live and die in L.A., which is like one of the ultimate like car chase scenes, and has one of the like ultimate third act. Uh, twist like nobody ever seen cut nobody ever sees coming like yeah it's a good book though cool i gotta check it out and then the other thing i saw was woodstock uh 99 oh yeah peace love rage but uh we'll talk about because you saw that too right hell yeah so dog, get you, dog. yeah i want to break stuff that's all you saw yeah that's all i saw all right let me cross off fear street because we saw that yep yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about Woodstock because I've seen that one. Yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw it. Like I said, I saw G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes. And let me just say, I will go to bat for this fucking movie till the day I die, dude. I'm fucking in love with the. I, I love the movie. It's, like, horrible. It's I like, don't know, man. It's got plot holes, like, big plot holes. But, no, I don't man, dude, it's so good. The first 30 minutes, I challenge anybody to watch and, like, not be, like, fucking blown away by the first 30 minutes <laughs> that shit is amazing bro like it reminded me of a mark devil deed and uh oh like uh, a crank or like yes bro gamer. like yes bro but there's like huge bottles but it's so cool dude like i really jo- i really enjoyed the reboot it's like the reboot of the franchise and like they do something in the movie that uh 
uh, not a lot of people have the balls to do. Essentially, they make the main character, which is Snake Eyes, like he's a bad guy in the movie. Uh-huh. Like the whole movie, he's a bad guy. That's not ruining it. Like, cause it's like it has to set up these other characters that uh-huh. you know in the universe, and like, um, so this is starting it all over again. Yeah, and oh, okay. but it's just crazy to show you like they play him as a bad guy. Like he's a the whole movie, he's like going back and forth as a two, like as a, as an undercover agent, like. And you're just like, wait, but I don't feel sympathetic for you. You're kind of an asshole. I feel sympathetic for the other guy. Oh. But it turns out the other guy is going to be uh, Storm Shadow, which I guess is like another huge G.I. Joe character. Um, the third act kind of gets campy because they have to introduce all these like G.I. Joe characters to kind of oh. like flesh out the story. Yeah. Um, but man, I really like I'm not even I'm not even joking, bro. The first 30 minutes, like if anybody watches it, you'll be like, what the fuck? This is pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. Like, um, it's pretty corny. Like, tell you, there's like corny shit in it that like will make you be like, really? Like in the beginning, he's working at the dock and he like gets dropped off, you know, at the where he works, uh-huh. and he's walking, and then there's all these kids like playing soccer in the alley where he works, and like they have those kids there, so like like one of the kids kicks the ball and it hits like one of the yakuza's car, and oh, he's like, oh, and they're like, yeah. what would these kids be doing on the dock playing right here, yeah. dude? Like, but. If you don't think about it like that, it's just kids play. You know, they, like it plays for him to be like, "Hey, man, leave them alone. They're just kids." And, a co- like a confrontation. Yeah, but uh, I really fucking liked it, and it's like I kept thinking about it in the movies. Like, I, I, I was like really excited for the action set pieces. They're like really cool. You're like, you see this? You see <laughs> this? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like watching it, and I'm like, I left the movie, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna go down swinging. Like, I'm gonna defend this movie. Like, I do Man of Steel. Like, I know people hate Man of Steel, but I don't give a fuck, dude. Stay guys is <laughs> like, I was really like, this might be one of my top ten. Oh, the movies God, of the year, it, dude. It. It's so good, dude. Like I had so much fun watching it. I had like a big ass shit eating grin on my fucking face. <laughs> Not like that M Night Shyamalan Madaka movie. You saw it? Hell yeah. Okay, tr- don't, just, oh you don't like God, it? Dude. Skip it. It's, it's good for you, dude. You'll love it, dude. You'll <laughs> I'm, fucking I'm love that bullshit, weekend. dude. You should. <laughs> I'm surprised you want to go see it. You're such a hater, dude. I had to see it. You know, people are like, "Oh, this might be the most polarizing movie," and it's like, you know what? It is the most polarizing movie I've ever seen in my life. And you know what? I I, I applaud that man. For doing what he does, you know what I mean. <laughs> Take a swing, man. Fuck it, dude. You're not this generation. It's a Hitchcock. You're just you're on your own planet, man. You're <laughs> fucking crazy. M Night Shyamalan Madaka. Uh, but yeah, uh, I saw that movie. Cool. Um, well, I, I'm gonna see it this weekend. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. Can we can talk about it. it. I saw that. Uh, I saw the last detail. I don't know if I've ever talked about this movie. I feel like I did. I don't, I don't know. So. I watched it again. Uh, yeah, it was just on the Criterion. Um, it's a Hal Ashby movie. Um, it's a movie like you've seen it before it's basically like you've seen movies like this before uh it takes place in the 70s jack nicholson's in it hal ashby movie and randy quaid's in it young randy quaid and essentially what happens is randy quaid is a habitual stealer um what do you call somebody like that uh uh kleptomaniac yeah. yeah he's a kleptomaniac he's in the navy he steals out of like this donation bin uh, the higher ups find out because that donation bid belonged to like a wife of like a big CEO or whatever, like in the Navy. <laughs> and in the in the movie, it takes, it, he only steals like twenty twenty uh, twenty dollars, but they want to make a uh, like an, an example, example of him. Yeah. So they're gonna take him to the Briggs, and so he's gonna get locked up for like seven years for stealing this shit. Dang. And so the movie is just basically he has to get from one one side of the country to the other side of the country, three guys, and they have to go and like it's just kind of like a like buddy road movie. 
but like you've seen that movie before where like a guy gets you know you got to escort the prison like midnight run you got to oh, escort yeah. the prisoner like across the country and uh yeah it's just kind of like these guys like kind of get close to each other you know what i mean and you find out why he's a klepto and why they're outcasts and why they're taking him instead of anybody else and shit like that yeah. it's a good movie though it's hal ashby so it's like gonna like make you question life or in the 70s kind of like what life was at that time like, oh okay why are we in the navy like why do we even fucking do this mm-hmm. and it's like because that's our only option shit like that um but yeah good movie uh wreck it highly recommend it if you've never seen it and then i saw val um oh so that yeah i wanted to ask because that's i was i was gonna text you about it but it's like i'll just hear about it on you know today the val kilmer so i saw the val kilmer documentary um and uh yeah i mean did it meet your expectations? That met my expectations. It that did. that did what the Anthony what I wanted the Anthony Bourdain uh-huh. movie to do. So it didn't. Yes. Okay. There was that's a no frills documentary. It's not going to give you like the behind the scenes, but it's going to take you in and he's going to give you a glimpse of like what he was feeling during each one of his like major roles that he's ever starred in. Oh, okay. So it goes from the beginning, like Top Gun. That's how like the movie starts with him talking about you know how he has. Uh, uh, throat cancer uh-huh. and all that shit and how they're going to make the documentary and his son's going to narrate for you, Jack, and all that shit. And then basically, yeah, he he goes through each one of his iconic like film film roles. So like, uh, what is it, Iceman? Yeah, he plays Iceman and then after that he goes to like, um, ah, shit, dude. I don't know. He just does all his iconic roles. So it's like, he does Top Gun, he does Heat, he does um batman forever so, so what do you mean by he does like how, how how's the format like how does it go and play it go through those movies so the format is it's the movie takes place with him uh kind of like retracing his life in in real time right now uh-huh. so that's like what it what that's the whole that's the whole uh through line for, okay. throughout the whole thing and so he talks about how like uh, him becoming an actor and then he just talks about it he just like goes from the beginning he's like you know i never thought uh i always wanted to be an actor this is how i started i started in theater i got a uh i got a role in a play as a, un- a third understudy or the third lead in a fucking movie that had kevin bacon and sean penn in it <laughs> and it's just like yeah like and uh he starts there he always wanted to be an actor uh, he goes and he talks about a uh, top secret one of the all-time uh crazies and make his brother movies um yeah and it's just like it's like formatted. It's like a lot of collages that he's like doing, but he's like talking to you. He's like telling you, but it's his son using his words. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, he talks in the movie, but you can see it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Like hard. He's gotten a lot play. better now. I don't know if you've seen him lately. No, he's still like he like walks around with his neck like. Uh, but in the movie, he has one of those things like, oh, like the robot, like not place? the robot, but a, like a trach, a trachea, a trach. Oh know if, yeah, yeah. If that's the actual term, I know the tracheotomy is a procedure. It's where they they clear the hole through your throat for air. air yeah, through. because you got to decide either to eat or to breathe. Uh-huh. And so yeah, he's like, I want to eat, but you know, I gotta have a hole here to breathe. And so when he talks, he has to like plug it. Oh, that's crazy. And so he talks like that and. But he he's still I mean is he in a wheelchair or is he still No, he's fine. Super cognizant, everything. Okay. Like he's like super happy walking around. You see how he tells you how he gets depressed, you know what I mean? Because like basically the throat cancer took away his only thing. Like he felt like his he feels like his mission in life isn't it was never finished. Like yeah. he always wanted to be you know, he enjoys acting, so it's like it kinda like goes into <laughs> He's like, I wanted to do a podcast, but now I can't. <laughs> exactly. Uh yeah, he just like talks about how he, his his mission on earth or what he feels his mission on earth was never complete and it took away and it was uh-huh. taken away from him and uh it's kind of a bummer because he kind of like 
it's it it shapes it obviously because it's a movie by him it's going to shape it to make him look good but he does acknowledge that you know he's a, he was a very temperamental actor like william hurt you know kind of eccentric mm-hmm. and uh, wasn't always the easiest person to work with but uh the movie kind of the narrative is just kind of like he does that uh, uh mark twain he was doing that mark twain stage show for like a really long time before uh he was trying to bring it to Broadway and it was getting like a lot of good like waves and that was like his life's work. And then that's when he got the throat cancer and it's just like, Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's everything I wanted it to be. And, uh, I really cherish that guy. I really fucking love him. Uh-huh. He's one of my favorite actors. You know, I always like, I always root for those kind of weird actors. You know what I mean? The Christopher Abbott's, the Scoot McNary's, the Giovanni uh-huh. Ribisi's like the side guys who I always felt like had leading man potential, but for some odd reason, they're probably too weird. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? The Buscemi's like, they just couldn't hold the, it's not even hold. It's just like, like, that's not what they were meant to play. uh You know what I mean? Like it's what Brad Pitt wants to be, but Brad Pitt's too good looking. It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like Brad Pitt has like leading star looks, but he's always going to be a leading man, but he's the great character actor, but it's like, you're just too good looking to be a character actor. Uh So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Man, Val Kilmer is so talented. Yeah, but he just goes through all of his, goes through uh, how Doc, it? Doc how Hollywood the, and the heat section. He touches on it. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't really go into oh, it. Okay. You know what I mean, um, he touches. I could see on a it. whole movie of him just talking about heat. That'd be sick. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole podcast dedicated. <laughs> the Junebug. There's a. It's a whole podcast dedicated to that one. One heat minute. They go through every oh, minute right, of fucking yeah. heat, and Michael Mann shows up on like uh, like half of the episodes. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's attacking mouth, us, dude. man. Oh shit! I unplugged my headies. <laughs> this guy's the June bug in the studio. Oh my he's god! There's wild. a June bug flying around in he, the dude, studio, so baby. He almost went in my mouth right now. He's literally flying to the fan, and then he gets hit to us. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, okay. All like right. Doc, oh yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a good pot. It's a good documentary. Highly recommend it. I think it's supposed to be on Amazon in a week or so. Oh really? The sixth. Oh awesome. Comes out on Prime Video. I don't know oh, if it. Fuck, I'm sorry, <laughs> get in the face right now. <laughs> Hit it with your hat. It's a uh, get. Get. Oh, there he is. Fucking smash him, dude. Oh, he's he did. dead. He did. He did. But uh, yeah, it's I highly recommend it. Uh, he's one of the my heroes, or like hero actors. Um, yeah, I, I wish he talked about Thunderheart in the movie or like smaller roles, but. It is what it is. You can't get everything, but it's cool. He, you just kind of show that he was a—he's like a very eccentric dude who, like, felt his life purpose was to uh, serve the role, and that kind of got taken away. Um, I saw Loki. I saw the whole series. Uh-huh. I don't know if you want to talk about that or if you're ever gonna watch it. I but, uh, so we. I would just say I was like thoroughly impressed. Um, but it's super dense. Like I asked Ralph, I was like, "Did you get the references? Because uh-huh. there's like a ton of references, dude. Like." Pretty insane. And then also, by the time you watch it, it's kind of like, who knew that this fucking Disney Plus series was going to be that integral to this like new Marvel storyline? Oh, okay. And it is. Oh, it is? Um, but yeah, it's like pretty gnarly. The couple episodes aren't the greatest, but um, Owen Wilson, like, you can't have not, you can't not have fun watching Owen Wilson in yeah. a Marvel movie being Owen Wilson. Like, wow, really? Wow. <laughs> uh, I saw that. I also saw, I'm like caught up on the blind spotting TV show. Um, I really enjoy it. It's really fucking good. Uh, these past two episodes specifically were really fucking great. Um, how many, f- how many, how far into the season is it? It's eight, eight episodes, eight episodes. And how many, how many are there going to be like 10? I think the first couple episodes I think are 45 minutes. And then these last, the last are been only been 30 minutes. Oh, okay. 
But um, yeah, the the last episode kind of dealt with. Uh, I wanted to know who wrote it because it's like very black centric. The last episode, it's just like, mm. what is the definition of black? And in Oakland, you know, Oakland is like a very uh, liberal city that has like all types of blacks. You know what I mean? And so they acknowledge that because they think that the little boy is not black enough because his favorite movie is Paddington Two, <laughs> and then that starts a whole dialogue of like, well, has he ever seen black movies? And they're like, well, what's a black movie to you? And then that kind of like, well, how can you say that's black when you're only half black? And it's just like it gets a dialogue talking, and it's like very cool. And then you have the older grandma sitting there, and her you get her perspective, and then you get three generations uh-huh. on their perspective of like blackness. But uh, yeah, it's cool. It's and then it ends with like, oh, he said he's only seen the Wizard of Oz and this whole thing. They're like trying to make him watch the Wiz. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so the little boy doesn't know that the Wizard of Oz they're talking about is the movie he's seen, The Wiz. He's never seen The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. So they're like, damn, he is black. Like, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> he's only seen The Wiz. So, yeah, it's a good little button episode. But, yeah, man, it's really cool. Uh, they do do, like, in Blind Spotting the movie, the, like, uh, spoken word. Yeah, they do that in the show, too? Mm-hmm. They do that. And it's, like, in a couple episodes, they, like, break out into dance. Um, but it's, like, called for, like... They're doing like a sideshow. Like, like not cheesy or? Yeah, yeah. They're like doing a sideshow, like a burnout, you know, like one uh-huh. thing. And then they all start playing like Oakland music, like Bay music. And then they start doing like the Thiz dance and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, and then it's kind of like everybody's like doing like a choreographed dance. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. Um, but there's like a, a couple episodes, they, they end with like these like dance set pieces that are like really cool. There's like no words or nothing, no singing. It's just like music and they have these specific characters dancing and it's almost like a Greek chorus like uh, in like old Greek plays and shit mm-hmm. like that. But it's cool, man. I really fucking like it. I really enjoy it. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be like a notch below the movie, but yeah. honestly, this is a great, great show and it's like, it kind of bums me out because I've heard there's a couple of good shows on stars that I've never seen. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Is that a star show? Yeah. Was that star? That's a star show. I know that there was the, um, there's like the, or is that a Showtime one about the black dudes who live in Hollywood? They're from like New York and they're like drug dealers. I don't know. That's like another show. Cause I don't know if it's on stars or Showtime blind spotting, but it's one of those networks where you're like, what the fuck? They have these shows. Like, I think it's stars. Okay. But yeah, it's good. I highly recommend it. And then, uh, like you said, uh, oh, I saw Crimson Tide again just because I love Crimson Tide and I've seen that movie a million <laughs> times. When you get bored and it's on Prime, I just put it on. I can like recite the fucking... I could cite, recite that movie. It's pretty fucking <laughs> good, dude. Uh, yeah, and then I saw the Woodstock 99 documentary, the okay. music box series. So that's going to be a series of documentaries. There's uh-huh. going to be six of them by The Ringer. And so it's their new version of 30 for 30 because he's not with ESPN anymore. So this is his like new version of that. And so they're going to start with uh, six documentaries. And uh, since this is like the 30-year anniversary? Yeah, um, yeah, it would be. What's like 99 or yeah. 25th anniversary or some shit like so, that? Yeah, or? it's good. Right, well, it's, it's going to be – it was supposed to be the 50th anniversary of the first one. Oh, okay. That was, that was like a year or two years ago maybe? I don't know. Yeah. And so, it was yeah. 69, yeah. And so, yeah, this is about Woodstock 99, which is like, in hindsight, pretty gnarlier than I ever remember it being. I remember all this shit happening uh-huh. way later, but like they get down to the nitty gritty of like uh, some of the shit and it's pretty wild. So, I don't know, man, because like I, I... You're going to say that it's like you felt like it was very one-sided. Well, yeah, but the thing is, it, it's so weird because I've been seeing a lot of like people saying about HBO documentaries, how they're very like... They're kind of starting to become like trashy documentaries or like kind of like TMZ style where mm-hmm. it's just they don't really do their like research and then they just say all this crazy shit about something and then like they end up having to go to court after the documentary is there. Like what documentary? Um, the Michael Jackson one. 
Like all that stuff got. But that's re- not that's not HBO. It was HBO. No, nah, that's Hulu. No, no, no. It was HBO. The the um, welcome to um Neverland. Yeah, I thought that was HBO. Uh, Hulu. No, it's uh, HBO. That's one documentary. No, and that's, no, and like, then, that's a weird. That's and then a weird the, history. the the Woody Allen one too. I guess there was a bunch of shady stuff they did with Woody Allen, like with like saying you could tell your story. Oh, and, I like, never saw that. Yeah, so it's just like they've been doing like those, you know. Yeah. And then this one, I feel is like, kind of similar. Like it's, it's really weird. Like, I don't know. I just got. I kind of got like a weird vibe from it because they were talking about like, oh yeah, like, like um, they were like. But she sold the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. And they're exploiting young girls because they're like topless and getting naked. Yeah. And then they go and show all these naked young girls. I'm like, well, yeah. what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, but see, that's the problem. It's you really can't, weird. Like, you're sexualizing girls. You can't do that. You have no right. Because it's like, what's the difference of a guy walking around with the shirt, no shirt on? Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Is like they, they make it like, oh, yeah, like, like they're bad because they did this. But then they go and show all these same girls that like you, i'm sure they didn't go get consent from all those girls yeah but that's not their footage you know what i mean that's just footage but they're of, like, airing it though you know it don't matter dog you're showing what's happening at the documentary you have to show everything you have to show everything that's happening at the 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 concert yeah but you don't have to i mean because these girls you don't even know their age like they're seeing a lot of them are like 15 years old 16 years old but uh-huh. it's like like there's it's the footage is so old now like how are you gonna know like we weren't watching like 15 year old nude chicks you know like it's because just really that was weird. 20 years ago so even if they're 15 no, but we're still watching 15 year. You know what I mean? Like it's like I know they're older now. Oh, I see what you're saying. But it 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 just felt really weird. And then they talked about like the DMX, like how, how he was commanding the crowd to say the N word and stuff. Yeah. And then they show it too, so it's like now yeah. you're just showing. You know what I mean? It was just really weird. Like I felt like th- this was, I don't know. It, it felt like very like they were talking about like the promoters were just doing the concert from from money. Yeah. It's like, well, no shit. It's a, it's a concert. They got to make money. Yeah. But it's like, what are you doing this, this documentary for? You yeah. know what I mean? It's, I don't know. It's just really weird to me like how this huh. came off. That's weird because I feel like everything that they're pointing out, like you're, you're, there's, there's like a rebuttal for it. You mean like, so that's how you were looking at it. You know what I mean? Almost like you were trying to prove them wrong. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know but I mean? but it's not even that because I get like the – because like they said young white male like 20 times. Yeah. And it's like, okay, obviously you're, you're trying to show like, okay, these young white guys are bad. Yeah. Like, I get it. They were doing some shady yeah, shit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's cool. Like, that's what they were doing. Like, you yeah, have yeah. them on camera doing all this crazy stuff. But it's, like, so in your face about it. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like... But why they, does that make you uncomfortable? No, no, not that. I'm talking about the uncomfortable stuff was, like, the, the, the girls and, like, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. But, like, I felt like they let the, the promoters kind of get away with a lot of it. What do you mean? Yeah, because I feel like they were antagonizing the promoters. I don't know because the it, promoters like every time they showed them the promoters were like well we were just doing like this and like mm-hmm. they're obviously playing it up to be like you guys are idiots like yeah they yeah they they obviously they came off as as really dumb but <laughs> they were horrible people but, but <laughs> both of those promoter it's, guys it's crazy though like I don't know it, like even at the very end like one of the promoters was like. Yeah, Fred Durst incited a riot. It's like he wasn't even playing that night. No, nah, so that, that was weird because, but then you have like Fred Durst, he talks directly to Cameron. He's like, hey, they're trying to say that we're, we started yeah. this. And so I get that perspective because I'm like, yeah, they were trying to say that like all these fools started it. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Yeah. But they didn't. Obviously, they didn't. The crowd was just like, it's insane. It's, like, it's, how... like, it's just like a bubbling of like, I, I didn't know it was that long. I don't like, because I, you know, when we were we were little at this at this, how little were we? We were was this ninety nine? So yeah, we like I remember 12? having 11, my grandpa 12. order the pay per view, like begging him to order the pay per view. I don't see, I, I didn't, but I do remember it being like a thing when uh-huh. shit got out of hand. Yeah, all you over know what the I mean? news. Like, and but like I don't just I don't, I don't remember like paying attention for for because it was like three or four days, right? It was yeah, three nights. 
Yeah, three nights. It was uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. And you just don't know the like magnitude of it until they show you in the documentary how big the campground was and how many people were there. You're just like, and then you see the situation they were put in, like you know, mm-hmm. the fucking selling water as much as beer, and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. And like I've been to show, I've been, you know, Vans is notorious, Warp Tour is notorious for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like bad when we used to go, and it got way better when we got went there later. They used to have like. Like all those like fun houses where you can like run through with yeah. water, and then they used to have like hose station. But that's because enough people were com- used yeah. to complain about the Dude, early ones. Remember, like they we used would to go? charge for fucking three dollars for water, and you'd yeah, be like, what the fuck, three dollars for water? Three dollars for water and monsters are fucking free. Yeah, and so you would go and just load up on pound monsters because you're remember, fucking thirsty. Yeah, we waited like an hour and a half to go into one of those monster boots and just pound a couple of monsters. And then we yeah we went out to the fucking hot sun. It's so crazy because like I like I I get like everybody wants to be there. Right? It's like. It's like you could leave at any time, and people were, you know what I mean? It was like you could leave whenever, and they made it seem like it was a prison. My biggest thing was like I never understood that. I just didn't know the per, the magnitude of how big it was. Uh, I couldn't believe it, dude. Hundreds of thousands of people. That's I was insane. like, what? That's insane. You know what I mean? Everything else, yeah, it, it, is, it does. Come, it definitely comes off one side. What blew me away was like they hired 10,000 crew members. I was like, 10,000 crew members? That's insane. And then they're like, yeah, because there was 100,000 people there. Yeah, that's nothing. I'm like, what? Yeah. Look at Coachella now. You're like. You got teams and teens of people. Yeah, you know what I mean? dude, like, what was that? They kept they kept trying to sell Coachella. Like it was, end, it was, was so weird. weird. I just huh? think, I think they're just trying to be like they could have did the same thing with the uh, Warp Tour, but Warp Tour has like a kind of uh, shady shady stuff now. Weird yeah, history too. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like that's the only big festival you can point to. Mm-hmm. That's like yearly. Bonnaroo. Yeah, I know, there's a lot of them, but it was just weird that they kept saying like, yeah. like Coachella did this and yeah. Coachella made this much money for this town, yeah. and like Golden it, Voice might be like owned by HBO or some shit. Or maybe some yeah, shit. that was yeah. I, that was a little weird that they did that. Yeah, the footage is cool. It, just, it does it, make sense though because it's just talking about how like they birthed like a basically another type of. Because how can you not, dude? How can you not see that hundreds of thousands of people are willing to go? For good for good bands or whatever, you know what I mean? Just like intense. it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, pretty intense. And then like the whole, it, I don't know, it, it, it was it was crazy. Like that that time was, I, I do like how they were saying like they showed like the the Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky thing, and then like how Bill Clinton kind of like made Monica Lewinsky to be the bad guy. Yeah. So it was like kind of demonizing like slutty women, who, you know what I mean, whatever, and all yeah. this stuff. And um, yeah, they didn't have the, they didn't have those conversations like I just did right now, where it's just like, well, you're sexualizing girls, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's not the problem. That was like unheard of back then. Uh-huh. It was just like normal you know dude, and I mean? even like, the creators were like oh why well, they shouldn't have been out there correct. It. And it's like, like what, what are you talking about dude you guys like, are crazy you how, had a how, fucking daughter what would you say how can you say that like on, on your you know it's a documentary and you're still saying this shit like yeah crazy yeah. but yeah it's pretty wild like they have those guys dead to rights and like these guys in the thing are just like so on their side like on their side of the line these promoters are just like yeah i'm not gonna cross that line like we were in the right we did everything we were supposed to uh-huh. And it's like obviously you didn't yeah. <laughs> but um yeah it's just crazy my biggest thing i took away from the documentary was like it was so crazy i don't remember it being like that i like i said i remember being like a blip on our radar it was it, it, when it ended bad i do remember the kurt loader stuff of like yeah. mtv uh-huh. it's like i remember all that but i don't ever remember like Sitting there and like like you said, trying to order the pay per view or anything like yeah. that. I don't I don't remember any of that. I just remember Woodstock '99, which is like a moment in time for us. But I was so little little for it to resonate with mm-hmm. me. And then when you see this in hindsight, you're just like Jesus. That was like a fucking yeah. It was like a fucking what do you call that? Like a not a bomb, but 
just like the mix of bad ingredients dude. it was it was uh, uh, uh powder keg yeah because i mean it was for one it was in a military base <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it, i don't know it was really weird and like it's just like horrible setup. They had like the showers right next to the uh, or the waters right next dude. to the uh, no okay the so the porter sh- potties the shower situation which is okay you, like you're selling beer to all these people and then you're letting okay so then we'll do the showers right the showers is like why wouldn't you just build one shower for women and one shower for exactly, men exactly dude how could and the only thing separating them is a fucking trash bag <laughs> like wh- like what did you you know yeah, like it's, it's so crazy, crazy like the way that they they saw the shit money, up my boy. and then so then they did the security guards right yeah like they said. They literally the security guards like checked in, got their pass, and then got their pass, out. and then dipped out. Yeah. And like they were now, they were just like <laughs> they were know, just uh, living there, living there. Yeah, like <laughs> yep, letting every like, they got they were, behind enemy lines, and then they just stayed. Dude, it's insane. Like all the shit that went. Well, I mean, like the first Woodstock, they had to hire the uh, Hell's Angels, Hell's Angels yeah. for you know. So it was the same shit, you know. Yeah, but like it's just I don't know, it's crazy, man. And then like. Just like the the events that taken that took place were Columbine happened like what a couple of weeks before like the same month or something. Yeah, see that's another thing. Yeah. So then they had this nonprofit there handing out candles because they wanted to do a candle light a, a candle lit vigil. Yeah, and then they use those candles to fucking <laughs> to light everything on fire. Burn the fucking place down. Oh my god, it's so wild. It's like what like just stuff that it's like you should like that shit would not happen anymore like. It wouldn't, but then you also see like those idiots like tearing down the wall that they like did the art on, yeah. or like the barriers that they put up, and you're just like, idiots are gonna be idiots. There's always exactly. fucking idiots, dude. and like, it's like it doesn't those... matter, dude. Through time, dog, like there's now. still idiots like that now. Exactly. exactly. If you, you go like... and have a hundred thousand people live in a in a huge just a flatland yeah. for three days, shit's gonna go down no yeah. matter what. A yeah. hundred thousand people that are yeah. mad that there's no water, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just. It, like that's bound to happen no matter who's the promoter yeah, no matter what a, they're just like, not enough resources you can't have a hundred thousand people there anymore you know like the it's heat just, no water you do it right in the middle of summer where it's so hot yeah that that one that was pretty crazy with that one guy where they took his journal and they were like throughout the thing they were showing you like um his journal writings as oh yeah, as, yeah 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 as, as soon as they, they showed his journal handwriting i was like oh he did <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking dead dude <laughs> That's wild, dude. It and is then it goes, crazy. And it's like it goes to show you, like how back in the day we didn't have fucking phones. I know. So they just had like a place where they had pay phones, and then like it a was, bunch of like tacked up post-it notes, basically. Yeah, on the a wall. wall where you put your post-it note to so let your friends know where you are, what you're doing, yeah. and stuff. Dude, that's crazy. That's wild. It was like a small little city that was just like, and then like the he would show interviews with guys, and like, like oh, rules of civilization are gone once you pass <laughs> these walls. Like what? <laughs> Turned into the road, dude. I know, the fucking man. Cannibals, dog. Fucking, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy it though. I really liked it. Uh-huh. It was a, uh, it wasn't like Summer of Soul where I like, had to like really sit down and watch it. Like I really enjoyed it. I it went by kind of fast for me. Yeah. I watched everything. I was like, and it's also to get <laughs> to give full uh uh what do you call it like uh uh yeah full transparency. Um, yeah, I was like on my phone watching it, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it was like one of those documentaries where you could. Yeah. You know dude, I mean? Moby was pretty fucking salty, huh? I mean, Moby's annoying. Moby's was like, so salty, Moby's dude. like has a horrible history. He was like, like talking so much shit about like the bands performing. It is it, true though. Like why would you have like a dance stage when like the type of music you have, you know? It mean? looked like, fucking full though. It looked like it everybody did, but was all there. those idiots were like acting like how they would act. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, my name wasn't on the board. And then they were like, who, who the fuck is this band? There's, it's like, dude, you know, it was like weird. 
that Moby was talking shit. And then they just fucking put that footage I mean, there. Moby's was huge back in the day. And then they put that footage there to like kind of make him seem like a dick, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just crazy. Like I don't know. Just some of the stuff that they would put like in the documentary was a little weird to me. I've been to bad festivals, but it's usually a festival on its first year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like that, that. What I just don't get is like those guys threw festivals. I mean, this is what this wasn't their first festival. It was like their fourth or fifth or something. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Like I've been to festivals where it's like the first of its kind. Like I remember I went to the first Rock the Bells and it was like rough and it definitely got better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There was like situations where like like that, there wasn't enough water. Like, All the warp Tours, but the warp Tours are such a smaller scale compared, like a way smaller scale yeah. compared to, yeah. it's a tour. Like It's like 30 dates. So yeah. it's like, yeah. you know. I've been to pay dues. Pay dues was like oh, I remember those. Pay yeah. dues was like horrible when it first started because they didn't know how to get people in and out. So uh-huh. like it took us uh, the first year we went. Me and my buddy. It took us four hours to get out after. So oh, we get a, out. Oh we get out of there God, at dude. one. We get out of there at one thirty, and it was in like Devore, and they just didn't have it set up like like getting people in and out. So uh-huh. it took us two and a half hours to get out of there. We didn't get home till four thirty. Dude, just like, another thing watching the documentary was just like thinking like, dude, that's like the the last place I would want to be. Oh my god! Right, like it's just like why would I want to be 100 degrees? Just I'm like, not a festival guy. That's neither. like never yeah. been. You know, we used to go to work tour, but like you said, it's on a smaller scale. Usually going for specific bands. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And then like You're not a lot of times there at like one stage, and you have to sit there for to wait for five bands. You know, yeah, like, hey, work tour you can jump to like five different stages, five different stages all day, and you just be out of there. And and the warp tours were usually like for us at least were like at fairplexes. So there was like amenities there. There was restrooms. There was like, you know, like actual restaurants there that had like, you know, kitchens and stuff, you know. So it was like, you know, it wasn't bad. And it's like a day only. Like, dude, like everybody was like, they were in the documentary. They were saying like, yeah, Saturday was rough, but everybody knew Sunday was going to be even like more torture. And then fucking leave. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what are you guys doing there? Like, if it sucked. People wanted that. You know, they wanted to be, you want to be a part of something at that that's, point. That's too, what they're saying. Know? Like, all the people that were like really like normal and shit, like, left before. Yeah. Like, Some couple then, of people were like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I just can't stand. There's that one chick. She's like, I just couldn't stand, handle it. Like, I all, left. The de- all the degenerate <laughs> states stood there, dude, too. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. But yeah, man, festivals just aren't my thing. I'll go to a, like a fucking backyard show t- uh, 10, 10 times out of any. Mm-hmm. What well, do nowadays? Like, okay, back then, it's like, okay, you saw Metallica, Limp Biscuit. Corn, like all these crazy bands. Yeah, but nowadays, like they, there's just so many tours and stuff. Like you're gonna, you're bound to see them again, uh, like a like a local show, you know, or whatever, yeah. just like on their tour or whatever. Yeah, it's not like before where there was just like now a lot of bands don't go overseas as much as they as they did. I think like those big bands. Yeah, like I know like uh, Metallica was always overseas, and it was like they would be here a couple months, and then the rest of the year because it's like the rest of the world, you know. Yeah, but now it's a lot more like Corn especially also. the bands that we like. Yeah. Or locals, you know, and yeah, like yeah, so, we yeah. we don't really, you know. Yeah, I've never been. A, I I don't. I've never been to Coachella. Yeah, I mean, I see Coachella doesn't seem fun to me at all. Uh, uh-uh. like I don't know what and would take. Like you just do drugs out there. I'm like, I don't do drugs. Why would you do drugs out there? Yeah, like, it's horrible. Like, you're trapped in a fucking desert. If, if anything goes wrong, you're like an hour away from home. Like I would want to do drugs like in my own house, safe. That's what I'm saying. Not I'll in, do it in Indio. downtown LA. There's a fucking 20-minute drive from here to downtown LA. Dude. If anything goes wrong, I got an Uber. Not, it's only going to cost me $50. And you're not in the middle of the desert in That's India. What I'm saying. You know? like, That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. If I had a panic attack or something in Coachella, like, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah. Uh, you watch anything else? No, that's that's all I saw. Did I watch anything else? Oh, no. Yeah. But the, I, I did watch that Ghostbusters trailer. Oh, yeah. Dude. Ghostbusters trailer looks fucking good. My really boy. good, man. Hell, yeah. I'm a big fan of Jason Reitman. He's slowly become one of my favorite directors. 
the last couple of his movies, Tully and the Front Runner, like uh-huh. uh, like really fucking impressed me, specifically the Front Runner. But yeah, I've been a f- uh, like he's he's slowly one of the like his he's got the very strong '70s sentiment like his dad. So mm-hmm. like a lot of his movies feel like old school movies that don't like they don't make anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just a big. And then you hire America's sweetheart, dude. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, man. You know it, my boy. <laughs> and then they got little fucking pu- marshmallow mans. Oh, I know. Instead of big marshmallow. And then man. that 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 new um. And then it ends with Ackroyd. Oh, oh I know. Fire, man. my boy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna I'm be good, man. Time. People are like, it's gonna bomb. Nobody's gonna go see it. I'm like, why? Uh, you are crazy. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah. So yeah. many people were upset about the the last one they made, and like everybody was like, why can't it just be like the original, like same story I, I, or whatever? It's so sick. They like, show this is it. So. They show that they open up the portal, and then it's the portal from the first one. Oh, they look yeah, up yeah. and it's like the, the same thing. I was like, oh hell yeah. yeah, just keep doing it, just like reinvent it with new characters. Or when they even had the commercial of them, like in the beginning of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was so yeah, sick, yeah, man. Yeah. Call us. Yeah, 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 it was bad, dude. No, but yeah, uh, there's a couple of movies coming out. You were talking about Candyman, like. Oh yeah, Candyman. So, so I saw the new trailer and like, I don't know, man. So, so I saw a trailer before um covid happened and yeah we saw it a long time ago and they I, said they were going to release it yeah. during uh ovod and then they pushed it they were like we're gonna release it in theaters and that one was like very i didn't i just did not i did not like that one because Candyman is so like tony todd you know and yeah. i like gruesome and like just kind of like be not like a little bit b movie-ish but like very like violent and like scary yeah and the new the the trailer that they first came out with just didn't have that vibe yeah it was like they were just trying to like I don't know. It was just weird. To me, the first couple trailers, they actually all the trailers kind of remind me of like, this is what like a black horror movie is now. There's like a, you know what I mean? Like Jordan Peele, they're trying to like Jordan Peele it up. Well, that's how, that's how Candyman was, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know. I was just like. Well, he is a producer, Jordan Peele. Yeah, but the Anita Costa, that's her first movie, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I just know something about it. Just kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. These like A twenty four movies are starting to leave a bad taste in my mouth. Really? Yeah, like, I just don't like. like it's what just you like see that was it's not, not original good. to me anymore. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like the it's whole. It's not fresh. Like, it's not fresh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, f- the first couple movies. You know what I mean? You see, you know when they first came out, like the uh-huh. fucking witch. You know what I mean? I didn't like the witch like, as much. It was good, but like it wasn't like what I, like I think it comes at night is like, uh, you know like that. I don't. See, I see. I don't see that as a horror movie. I see it as a thriller. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's fucking scary though, dude. And then, like, if you think yeah, about no, it, it's not scary. The witch yeah, is fucking well, scary. The witch, those well, little I didn't kids, think those it was little scary, kids, though. fucking scary. That witch, she's scary. But uh, the 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 witch reminded me of The Shining. I remember after I saw Rob, really, I was like, it reminded me so much of The Shining. Yeah, the lighting in it. Yeah, it reminded me so much of The Shining. But the witch and, was uh, cool, but I, I just didn't. It didn't hit me as good as like I wanted it to, I guess, or or as th- I thought it would. Yeah. But that movie Lamb fucking looks sick. Yeah, that's just like uh, looks crazy, dude. It's like another one. This is like mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. It's like it's like an Ari Aster weird type of like. It's not even Ari Aster. It's like a fucking Yorgos Lanthimos movie. But it's like I don't know, man. Like it's not for me. That's fine. Uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Totally I did vibe. find out something though today about fucking the Green Knight that like made my my wiener get hard. What? But uh, I found out that they shot they they made the movie. It, David Lowry made the uh-huh. movie. Whatever. And then he saw the Wanting Mirror, that movie that I kept telling you about, <laughs> yeah. that I keep telling you about, yeah. that they made in their fucking knee, in their bedroom, uh-huh. and they added sixty more shots uh, to the movie, or like, I don't know, sixty more shots or sixty effects. I gotta look at the article again, but. 
those guys, he called those guys up and was like, I want you to be make my movie better. What? And he got the wanting mayor guys to make the fucking movie, like parts of the movie. Wow. That's, that's fucking gnarly. So like, yeah, I'm pretty stoked on that. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The whole horror weird thing with the like clicking and it's like. Well, I, I mean, the last great one was was um, Hereditary. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I see, I'm, I'm pretty good. At, at knowing what I want to see, what I'm going to like. Yeah. And like, I won't see like the other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like for some reason, Lamb, I, it just calls to me. Yeah. And I'll skip like all the other ones. Yeah. But I, actually, that's I did see St. Maude and I f- fucked up by seeing that one because that one sucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Neon, right? And it was... No, St. Maude is A24. A24? Yeah. It seemed like so hard, to, trying to, so hard to be an A24 movie and it's yeah. just kind of like... Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. A24 horror things are kind of like the A24 movies in general are starting to get a little A24ish. Really? Yeah, they, they got to sell to Apple, dude, and freshen them up. Nah, they're gonna sell to Apple and get even more. Like freshen, they're gonna turn into like a fucking Fox Searchlight. Like uh, uh, they're gonna all have a Paramount Vantage have oh, a specific yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. look and shit. But yeah, I don't know, man. There's a a lot of movies coming out soon. We'll see what happens. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's a good place to end the pizzod, Hell my yeah, boys. Dude. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Go out and watch movies again. Uh, go see the M. Night Shyamalan Madaka movie and tell me uh, what I'm missing. Hell yeah. And uh, we will see you guys on the other side or see you at another time. Lutes. Two and three, baby. Uh-huh.